If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. In some way, shape, or form, you're going to encounter those people who challenge you on every single level. This episode, we're talking about what spirit has to say about these types of soul contracts and relationships and how to navigate for the highest and best way forward. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. My name is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium. I'm here with Robert Wooten, who is a certified Reiki master teacher. Well, hello. Welcome to our podcast, where we talk about how to integrate spiritual principles with modern, real-life living. Today, we're going to be discussing when you have those difficult people in your life, maybe it's a spiritual contract that you have, who really push you to grow and push you perhaps beyond what you're comfortable with. It's challenging. It's a difficult relationship. It brings up a lot of emotions within yourself that you wish weren't there. We talked a lot about soul contracts 
and this in depth in episode number 27, which is Introduction to Soul Family. So if you have these people in your life, you definitely want to check out that episode also because it'll help you go a little bit deeper. But today we're talking about how to navigate having this very human experience of difficult relationships in your life that typically are soul contracts. So let me know if you can relate because I bet that you can. Maybe that person causes you to feel really stressed and angry. They seem to just pop up at the worst possible times. Maybe you're feeling more vulnerable. Maybe you have just a mountain of stuff on your plate and you're already exhausted. You're already tired. And then sure enough, this person just comes out of the woodwork like they they sense it and they know... <laughs> Or maybe you feel so tested to the limits with this person that you feel just in over your head, you're grasping and having to really learn new strategies to deal with them in your life. And you're trying so hard to maintain your sense of inner peace, no matter what they throw at you, but somehow or another, it's like they have just the right little needle to get you at that one little sensitive spot. And you have to reset and try again. Like a lot of things in life, those types of moments and those types of relationships, it's hard to recognize that they are growth potential in the moment. But it's those relationships that really expand us in ways. And they expand your patience, maybe, or they expand your ability to forgive yet again, or they expand your ability to express compassion and it's harder to get that from people who are more like you or in your tribe. And you wouldn't go out and try to seek a person that you know is deliberately going to be challenging, yet we do seem to attract them to us so that we can grow and expand our abilities. So that type of person is the kind that, for me, like it forces you to pray about it. So maybe you've done all that you can. You're trying to be wise. You're trying to look at things from, you know, higher perspective, from your higher self. You want to do the right thing. And you just need help to understand what that right thing is. And maybe you need help also in just how to move past feeling upset and off kilter because that seems to be the reaction that comes up within you with those difficult people around. And a lot of times these people who are difficult, and I'm not talking about you just go to the DMV and somebody's grumpy with you that day. I'm talking about those people who are repeatedly in your life that you just can't seem to escape. Maybe it's that family member. Maybe it's that ex that you still have to co-parent with for years. Maybe it's that boss that you still feel guided in that position or you're staying in that position, but you have to deal with them anyway. They can be in these roles that you just can't seem to squirm away from. And those are usually our soul contracts because we want to escape. We want to be in what's comfortable. We want to feel like we're in that flow state where it's ease, where it's grace. And these people bring up a lot of resistance, a lot of friction, a lot of out of the comfort zone kind of stuff in order to ultimately draw us into a new level of expansion. And regardless of how 
beautiful it is in a high, if we're looking at things from a higher self perspective, what this person is helping me to master boundaries. This person is helping me learn to love myself. This help, person is helping me learn to understand my needs to a high level. We can say all of those things, but in the moment, it isn't really balm to the soul <laughs> to know that, okay? Because still there's the anger and frustration to deal with. And I know that when I've had those people in my life and I've had to dig deep into my spiritual self to find my real freedom in what feels like an incredibly limiting situation. And I had to find the freedom within when circumstances were looking pretty bleak. Now, I've talked to my spirit guides about this topic more than once, because what do you do when somebody's getting all up in your stuff and you're having to really go beyond anything you've ever known how to deal with before is we develop and we grow spiritually. And so when I've talked to my spirit guides about this, one thing I wanted to share with you is something that they shared with me that was really, I think, a big motivator for why it's important to take charge of our energy in the moment as much as possible. So they said to me, if you believe someone owes you, you will attract that energy into your next life, either as seeming deficiency or as that person who has to, you know, quote, pay you back or equal things out. But if you forgive and release and you rise above this limitation to receive a greater reward and true fulfillment for your own peace, you forgive and become wise, then you are truly free of that energy. And I can tell you those difficult, challenging relationships in my life, I never want to see them again. I just don't want to repeat it. I want to do it so good (laughs) that it is complete. And that book is completely closed and shut. And I don't have to look at them again next time in another form. I'm sure we all have relationships in some form, whether it be a a sibling or a parent or a step-parent or teacher in school or something. I've had this conversation with my older brother a few times. He's a year and a half older than me. And so we were close together in school and age. He was only you know two years ahead of me in school. But we went to a small school. So we ended up with sometimes a lot of the same friend group, but yet also some of the same teachers. And I would hear him talk about some of these teachers, and I was just dreading having to have them as I got got older and moved up into their grade. And yet, at the same time, I didn't find them as challenging as he did. For whatever reason, we just were at different places. But even now, you know, some very many years distant from that, you know, we can have these conversations, and he will still remember how grading and how much, you know, he just really hated those teachers or really didn't like those teachers. And that's from a kid's perspective. But he... It still holds on to that energy, and I think that I think that we can do that. We can find ourselves in that place of not recognizing that there was this lesson there. Mm-hmm. And I think if you hang on to the memory of that relationship, and you still feel bitterness, or you still feel anger or frustration, well, unfortunately, I think you have not learned the lesson that that person was mm-hmm. in your life to teach you. I agree with you. I think true healing happens when you're no longer reactive to that person, to that stimulus that there is a complete shift in the energy, whether that energy is internal, that shift has happened inside of yourself, which then in turn results in shifting in some way the energy around the situation. That is true 
healing. And healing is where our power really is. So we can all relate to having these people in our lives. And I like the example that you use with your brother's teacher, because in a lot of these relationships with soul contracts, that person holds a special place with you that in other relationships, they aren't representing that for other people. So those relationships may be, you know, fine. They'd be like, Frank, really? Frank does that? You have this problem with them? What? And so from different perspectives and different dynamics, it's not bringing out the same thing that you have to resolve. And I think that's, that's a good point because when you have a conversation with someone and you are speaking your perspective of your relationship with this very difficult person, and another person may have a completely different relationship with that person, they don't understand at all why you have such a difficult relationship with that person. And they'll try to explain to you like, oh, well, just look at it from this way or just see it mm-hmm. from that way. But if, if it's a lesson that's being taught, then I think that um, no matter how much a person tries to get you to see it from a certain perspective, until you can understand what that lesson is and begin to integrate it, it's going to appear that way to you. Yeah, they'll they'll remain that challenging influence. So let's talk about what you can do. Obviously, you can't change other people. You can't, you know, control them. You can't get into manipulative dynamics. So what, how do you rise above? How do you step into living the higher self in human reality? And the first tip that I have is don't shoot the messenger. So remember to focus on the lesson, not on the person. So it isn't about them. You don't have to give their personality, their ego appearance, any more attention. This is about what it's bringing up within you and what you're being asked to change, to bring forward, to shift within how you relate to the world, how you relate with yourself, how you demonstrate more self-love. But discovering what that person is teaching you, where it's forcing you to grow So if that person is representing boundaries for you, is recognizing that each time their little gopher head pops up out of the mound and you're trying to whack them all back in, to remember that it's not about them. There's something universally saying you need to reapply this lesson. You need to revisit this and you've got to integrate it and go deeper with it. But if you focus on the person, if you focus on the messenger, and the personality, then you're giving a power away to that person. Instead, everybody that's around us are mirrors for some universal flow of energy that's coming through. So if you can focus on the universal flow of energy and not on the personality shell, the maya and the illusion, you're much closer to truth than you were beforehand. So this reminds me of a a pretty famous quote from the Buddha that says, if you focus on hurt, you will continue to suffer. If you focus on the lesson, you will continue to grow. And I think that that's very appropriate for when you are trying to work through these complex relationships, and they seem to be very painful all the time. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't recognize that you are suffering. But I think that to recognize that there is a lesson inside that suffering will 
perhaps make it more valuable and you'll look at it from a different perspective and it changes the suffering to understanding. That's true. So the second tip that I have for you today is to find your freedom wherever you can find it. So choose how you're going to experience this internally. If you're angry, acknowledge that. But how do you want to respond to this moment? Do you want to stay there? Or do you dust yourself off and show yourself extra self-care, extra validation? Do you work through those emotions and process them through journaling and self-honesty and self-compassion? But always, we have to look at our own inner responsibility of this can be happening around me like the tornado. And if I allow myself to remain in a state of stillness where my state of being matters, not as much the circumstances, then we've reached a true power point. It's recentering. Sometimes for me in these situations, I realize I have to take space to process, to understand. So I'm out of a reactive space when I respond so that that way I'm maintaining the choice of how I'm going to show up. And I feel like there's a huge success in that, that no matter what happens, if I'm in the space of this is happening and it's big and dramatic or challenging, and I'm able to concretely say, I hear that, I acknowledge that, I choose this, then I can walk away with a sense of self-pride and self-celebration. I've walked my talk, I've represented to the best of my ability, you know, my choices, and I've been able to stand in a state of power. Right. So the last shift that really does make a difference, even if sometimes you feel like you're just waiting (laughs) and you're waiting and that lesson keeps coming and keeps coming, is to keep asking for help. Sometimes the most spiritual thing that we can do is admit that something feels beyond our human personality and to seek a power greater, to ask the divine to work through us, to ask for more clarity, to ask for more understanding, to receive direction so that we can express our higher self in the best possible way. I also think it's helpful to consider giving your worries over. When I was little, my mom, she traveled a little bit for work. So when she would come back from a trip, she would bring something special from wherever she had gone. And one of the trips, she brought back some worry dolls for me. And they were a little container with little tiny dolls in there. And you would lay each doll out and give each doll a little worry that was stressing you out. And they would work on it once you went to sleep. And then you'd wake up the next morning and with some sort of new inside or new direction, or you just feel refreshed to fight another day. And it's much like that. The visualization I use now instead of worry dolls is the hands of Archangel Michael. And I visualize his presence and feel that sense of love and protection and direction. And I take that stress 
that I'm feeling, that situation that I need help with, and I hand it over and place it in his hands with just the request that in any way possible that I be supported, that I be helped, that I be guided in this situation for the highest and best result possible. And when I do that, I always feel this sense of relief. And Archangel Michael helps us to release fear. And so much of the stuff that gets stirred up within us is fear. Fear that someone's going to you know, force something on us or someone's, you know, taking away our will or someone is, you know, harming us in some way and then we have to do X, Y, Z. So being able to let go of the fear component, we're truly able to stand and look at things from a new lens. And there are times where some days I've had to do that three times in a day. You know, I was worried about something, it's a situation and just would find that I was giving it away and then I'd tinker with it again. You know, I'd come back to it in my head and I'd start re-obsessing about it. And so I'd have to go back like, whoa, 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 Archangel Michael, let me feel your presence. Let me connect with you and let me do it again. And then another time I'd do it all over again. And I was thinking about this yesterday actually with chess and the universe. I'm not sure how this came to my mind, but When you're playing chess, someone has to release their piece before the other person can play. And I was thinking about this with the universe. We have a tendency to move, but then keep our finger on the point. And until we've really released and let go of the energy, the universe, it's not its turn yet, and it can't respond to what we're doing. So remember to let go to release your chess piece, to use that visualization that works for you. I, like I said, love Archangel Michael for that purpose because of his ability to help us to release fear and give us a beautiful energy of protection and clarity. But I hope that this episode helps you to be more gentle with yourself. Everyone has these relationships in their life. That is part of why we came here, believe it or not. Earth is the ultimate spiritual gladiator arena. (laughs) You are going to stumble. You aren't going to be 100% in your heart space 24-7. But the fact that you want to be, that that is important to you, that you're trying to come at things from a spiritual perspective, to be your best self, says so much about you, about your energy, about your growth, about your evolution, and that's what is important to hang on to. So you are here. I know that you're making a tremendous difference by holding the vibration of seeking more love in your life and to be more loving. This raises all of our vibrations. And what you seek, you will eventually find. So keep that openness and that intention to see this energy transform. And the strategies that we talked about today are here to help you in the meantime. And when all else fails, just remind yourself that this too shall pass. This moment, this obsession, this person, this stress, this circumstance, and eventually this relationship will change, will transform, and something new will take its place. 
You may want to check out episode number 27 about soul family if you want some more understanding about soul contracts too. All right, Kinder Spirits, until next time, many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. The information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.